Mid-market-sized businesses are where the true economic action in business really is. They are nimble and agile. They're factories of growth, they lead in innovation, and they're early adopters of tech. These enterprises need the right tools, support and environment to flourish. But sadly, they're often overlooked and undervalued. Not here though. This is the Mid-Market Matters podcast, and I'm your host, Craig West. We'll explore pain points, growth strategies, and how to find the competitive edge. Welcome to SME Radio. On this episode of Mid-Market Matters, we're joined by Mike Kunitz from Fitbeat. He's got a really interesting gym concept and some really interesting technology and challenges around corporate fitness that we're going to talk through and just find out. Mike, thanks for joining us firstly. Thanks for having me, Craig. Good to be here. So there's 3,450 gyms within 100 metres of here. What's different about Fitbeat? Well, what makes us different is personalization. We're the world's first personalized group training gym. To cut straight to it, we take a member and we put them on their own journey. So we start off by asking them what their long-term fitness goal is. We assess their skill level. And then we develop three individualized programs for them. The first is their workouts. The second is their nutrition. And the last is their progress tracking and their stats. So I come in and I want to lose weight. And yep. someone else comes in and says, I'm going to climb a mountain in July. And someone else says, I just want to get to lift 200 kilos at a time. Yep. Completely different programs, clearly, because yep. of different outcomes. But you deliver that through group training. Yes. So how does that work in practice? Okay, so we love group training. It's fun. It's motivating. It's quick. But the issue with group training, and if I could maybe back up a little bit as to how I got into it. Yeah, sure. Is I trained at a lot of group training gyms all across Australia, in the UK, in South Africa, and in, the, in a little bit in the US. And what I loved about all of them is those three words, quick, motivating, fun. Yep. But the issue that I discovered with all of them, they all had in common, is there was a lack of personalization. Because we're all doing the same thing at the same yeah. time. Yeah, it's kind of like a cookie cutter approach. So the classes are not designed for an individual and an individual's goals, but rather for a general group of people. And so like I would notice young blokes in their 20s who were thin and they maybe wanted to just bulk up on muscle. Yep. They couldn't achieve these results in most group training gyms because there's way too much cardio in those classes. Yep. I'd notice a lot of, a lot of ladies in their 20s and in their 30s, they didn't necessarily want to focus too much on shoulders Um, on chest a lot of ladies with implants don't necessarily want to do the chest work maybe want to focus more on tummies and bums Um, again can't do this in group training a lot of older people who have gym phobia or who have injuries yep they also try group training but the classes are on a level that's beyond their reach a lot of the time and so they they drop out after one or two classes and so i looked at all of these these dropout cases and i thought to myself Imagine you could develop a gym that is so smart that it could develop an individual or deliver an individual uh, workout journey and fitness journey to achieve the personal goals of each and every individual. And so that is exactly what we've done. It's taken a lot of tech and um, a lot of sports science to be able to, to make it possible, but that's exactly what makes Fitbeat different. You start off with a goal, We present you with a bunch of different long-term fitness goals. We assess you and choose the right skill level for you. From that moment on, you're in the classes with the rest of the group, but you're doing your workout. You're actually not doing the same workout as the rest of the group. As the person next to you, maybe. Yes. Okay. And so there's screens around the gym. 
It's a circuit. There's 20 zones in the gym. Uh, there's two people per zone. And you train with a partner, either someone who you've invited via the app to train with you. Yep. Or you could be training with another member in the gym. And you have your half of each TV and you're following your workout. And then wow. there's personal okay. trainers in every class who are busy correcting you and motivating you throughout the circuit and bonding everyone together as a team. So you mentioned technology and you mentioned the Fitbeat app. Tell me a little bit about how you use that. How's that work? Okay, so the way that a member would use it is they make uh, they use it to make bookings. They use it to follow their meal plans, which are personalized to them in conjunction with their long-term fitness goals. They use it to find their statistics, so their tracking um, in each and every class, their user feedback, and they use it to see their body scans. They can send invites and a whole bunch of other things. So it's a whole wellness program. You're not just talking about a gym exercise class. You're talking about meal plans and partners and so on. Yep. It's, it's a much more comprehensive program. Pretty much. Like we personalize the experience in three ways. Workouts, nutrition, and analytics. So you've got a whole stack of stuff going on in the technology. Yeah. How's that helped you market the gym itself? Because that's very different to what a lot of gyms are doing. Craig, we actually don't market the tech side of the business. Because when we try and explain it, it can intimidate some people. Yep. And the way that we've actually built the software is it's actually very easy to use. So we let first timers just book a class. Yep. They get in, they appreciate Try the it out. workout, hopefully. Yep. And we're not overloading them with the tech. And yep. then we hope that after their first workout, they'll reflect on it and realize, wow, there was all this tech assisting them throughout the class that they didn't even realize was there. Yep. And that's how we built it. So logically, you're going to get much more referral business. So I'm going to go and do a class and say, that was awesome. You should see the tech and how it helped me do this and this and this. Yes. You're going to get a lot more people inviting partners to train with, people telling people about it. Yes, we would like to think so. Long term, where are you headed as a business owner? Yep. What do you want to do with the business? Okay, so I mean, it's taken us two and a half years to build Fitbeat. Yep. Um, we have quite a large team of people, yep. um, sports scientists, athletes, personal trainers, software engineers, models, you name it. Um, we've just opened the first commercial gym. We've got prototype gyms in other places, yep. but they're not open to the public. The first commercial gym has opened in Sussex Street in Sydney, yep. in the city. We're looking to build this first gym up. And once we've built it up, we'll move, we're planning to move to franchising. Okay. The business model is we've got a great gym. We've got a great program. We're using the tech. Yep. Clients are having a great experience. Yep. Now we're going to franchise it out. And to how yes. many? National? Yep. Well, we'd like to go national, and if we're successful locally, we'd like to go internationally as well, but really just taking it one step at a time. Okay. I bet you don't tell your clients to do that. <laughs> Not going to lose weight taking one step at a time, right? <laughs> well, the funny thing with Fitbit, which makes it quite different to other gyms as well, is we have different skill levels. So we are not only looking for superheroes, we're looking for very average people, some people who are out of shape, some people are in good shape. And we bring them in. We don't want them to feel intimidated. Yep. We bring them in and start those that do have gym anxiety at a very basic beginner skill level. Yep. And then we graduate them through the process. Okay, that's fantastic. So you got one commercial gym operating. You mentioned a couple of pilots happening mm. and franchising nationally. That sounds like a lot of money to me. Yeah. How do you fund that? It's been an incredibly expensive business to yeah. build up until this point. We have eight investors. We've concluded four rounds of funding we are well funded for the next two years but yeah it's been an expensive business to build 
Yeah, and we've it's going to be expensive ongoing. Yeah. We've also got teams. Our teams are split across about five countries. Most of the people are based in Sydney, but we also have teams in the UK, New Zealand, Philippines, Nepal, South Africa. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so it's quite split. And have you got gyms operating in all those locations? Prototype facilities in some. Already? Yeah. No okay. commercial, only prototype. Yeah, okay. But obviously yeah. that's the game. Yeah. Ultimately, you open yeah. those up, franchise them out. Mm. Fantastic. So where are you going to end up? Craig, no idea. Um, just, you know, really just want to get this one to work. We have big expectations or we have quite uh, aggressive targets. So do our investors. And that gets pushed all the way down to the rest of the team. But just taking it one, one step at a time and we'll see. But we do hope that it will spread and that we can go international with it. Great story so far. And you're obviously pretty passionate about what you do. Yeah. Your background is all around sports science and health. And how have you found growing a business and what's been difficult for you? Well, um, incidentally, my background is not sports science. I'm actually a chartered accountant. Hey, um, there you go, one of God's people. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, I did that. I got out of that as quickly as I could. So did I. <laughs> no, you did the same? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> got out of that as quickly as I could and uh, started my first business, which was actually a spirits business, a beverage business. Okay. So we made spirits, liqueurs, yep. RTDs. Cocktails, so you drink all that, and then you need to go to the gym, right? Yeah, and, and funny, it's the same consumer. The core consumer, the core target market for us is 18 to 45. Of course, there are outliers as well, but it was the same target market in the beverage game. Okay. So what have you found difficult? You've, you've got an accounting background, obviously, not a sports science background. Yeah. So the numbers are okay, yep. I would assume. What are you finding difficult going forward? So the challenge was... Putting together a team, as I said, we have a good 45 people in the team, and there's about 15 different divisions. So putting together teams of people that have all the skills that I certainly don't have um, and that other members of the team don't have, and then getting all of those teams to work together. Yeah, absolutely. People, it's always difficult. You've got a lot of people already, and you're going to have a lot more if you franchise it out. Yeah. Because each gym's got roughly how many people? Oh, per gym, you'd have about six people, six to eight. So you're getting yeah. up with 50 gyms times eight people. There's 400 already. Yeah, That's hard work, managing yeah. 400 although, people. Although those won't be our people because it'll be on a franchise basis. Yeah, yeah. but ultimately, they're all your people, right? Well, we have, to, we have to make sure we're looking after them, yes. Absolutely. Pretty exciting story. Yeah, thanks. I wish you all the best. Hope it works out well for you. And we'll get you back maybe in a year's time and get a bit of an update and see how okay. you're going. Well awesome. done, Thank you so much. Thanks for coming in. Cheers. Thank you for listening to SME Radio, proudly produced by Eagle Wave's small business podcasting platform. For more great episodes like this, go to smea.org.au. Remember, if you have a story to tell, we want to share it. Yeah.